Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today we have a crazy story of tricking somebody to get a hysterectomy. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, mom's boyfriend was a jerk, so I ripped his wedding suit. Divorce is the worst thing ever invented in the world. Of course, I'm only speaking from my perspective, so don't come for me for saying this, okay? My parents have been living happily for as long as I can remember. I had a younger sister, Juliet, and our family of four was the happiest family in the whole of our neighborhood. Or at least that's what my parents made it look like. Those guys were so good at hiding stuff that when it all came crumbling down, I didn't see it coming until it was too late. Before I knew it, my dad moved out of the house. Even then, my mom wouldn't tell us the truth about what was happening. She told us that he was going on a little vacation. Whenever I asked when he'd be back, she would find a way to deflect the question, either by putting a cartoon on or giving us extra chocolate chip cookie treats. This went on for months and we didn't even know the exact time they got divorced, but I just noticed that whenever dad came over, he never stayed over. I mean, I guess I understood why they did what they did. We were young, I was still about 11 years old at the time, but still. I don't think it was fair to keep us out of the loop. I mean, I was 11, but that was old enough to know what was happening. This visiting arrangement continued for close to two years. Sometimes during some weekends, we go over to dad's place somewhere across town. When I was 13, I started to ask questions. Why weren't we living together anymore? Why is dad staying somewhere else with some other woman? At this point, I already knew what was happening. I had friends in school whose parents had gone through divorce. All I wanted was for them to tell me themselves. My mom still tried to deflect the question with her usual tactics, but it didn't work. We wouldn't talk to her for over three days, and eventually she gave in. We went to the park one day, and she invited our dad. There, we had that talk that they'd always been avoiding for so long. They told us that they'd been drifting apart in their marriage, and no matter what they did, they just couldn't make their relationship work. The only time they felt a bit of normalcy was when they both decided to give themselves some space. I remember this period they were talking about. That was when mom said dad had some big business trip and he won't be coming back for some time. Dad was out of the house for three weeks that time, but apparently the break only showed them that they were happier apart. Besides from the fact that they were drifting apart, they couldn't seem to agree on anything. They were always quarreling about one thing or the other. I noticed these quarrels back then, but I didn't think anything of it. It looked more like petty squabbles to me like the type I usually had with Juliet. I didn't know it was serious enough to make them decide to break off the relationship. Anyways, they explained further that they contemplated staying together for us, but then they decided that it won't work, and they shouldn't live their lives with any regrets. You know, till today, I don't know how I feel about them getting the divorce. I hated the divorce, and it was the worst thing to happen in my family, but I didn't want to be selfish. They were unhappy together so they ended the marriage for their own happiness. But the question now is that do they know how it affects us? I would have preferred not being born than to have to see my family break apart. Like seriously, if you guys know how you can't be in a marriage for the long haul, don't have kids for crying out loud. The best home for a kid is with both his mom and dad. Again, I'm just airing my thoughts out loud and you need to not take me seriously. Well, back to the story. 
After that meetup at the park, I was really heartbroken. I mean, I knew what had happened before the meeting, but still. I was holding out hope that it wasn't all true and that there was a perfect explanation for their crazy arrangement. But of course, I'm not that lucky. I sulked throughout my time at home, during the summer holiday, and I didn't speak to my mom. I even refused to go to my dad's during visitation days. The only time I started to feel like myself was when we resumed and I started my freshman year at my local high school, and I spent lots of time with my friends. School was the only place I actually talked and smiled. For months I was pissed with my mom and I let her know it. I disobeyed her instructions in any way I could, a bid to get her as pissed as I was. At first she tried to ignore me, probably hoping that it was a phase that I was going to outgrow. But when it went on week after week, month after month, she decided to involve my dad. That didn't help either because I was just as pissed with him. Eventually they decided to seek outside help. They signed me up for therapy which I went to every week. I never really believed in therapy in the first instance, so I didn't think much of it. Sometimes I don't speak for the duration of the time I spend with the therapist. I was rebellious and everyone knew it. Even in school I was rude to some of the teachers, and I got into lots of trouble. I got detention at least three times a week for most of my freshman year. Just as the year was coming to an end, the school hired an English substitute teacher. The full-time teacher was involved in a car accident, so she was on leave for the rest of the term. The substitute teacher was a young man. He looked just old enough to be my big brother, and he looked like he just finished college or something. He noticed that there was something up with me on his first day in my class. He tried to get me to be responsive, but I paid him no heed. After a moment, he decided to leave me alone, but when the class was over, he asked me to stay back. I was surprised that even with my behavior in his class, he didn't give me detention. So I was curious as to what he wanted to tell me, so I waited. He asked me what was wrong. I said nothing, but he didn't believe me. He didn't press further though. All he said was that no matter what I was going through, it gets better, and that it's best I try my best to focus in class so I don't miss out. He was surprisingly nice to me and I was grateful. The next time I attended his class, I started to respond well and follow the class. I was a really smart student whenever I tried and he quickly noticed that. We became kinda sorta friends. He usually recommended books for me to read, while I did a report on the book and gave it a review. It sounds like homework, I know, but coming from someone you consider a friend, it didn't look like that. One day after class, out of the blue, he asked me if everything was okay at home. My first instinct was to say, yeah, sure, everything's great. But as soon as I opened my mouth to speak the words, no it isn't, came out. He asked if I wanted to talk about it, and I told him about the divorce and how it made me feel. He listened to me rant for 10 whole minutes without interrupting me or any sign of regret on his face. I know I'd regret it if I asked someone if they were okay and the person went on a 10 minute long rant. When I was finally done, he asked if I was seeing a therapist. I said I was, but it wasn't helping. He stayed silent for a moment before telling me that I needed to open up more and I should try talking, actually talking to my therapist. I said sure. The next Saturday I decided to take his advice. I finally opened up to the utmost surprise of my therapist. We talked at length and I stayed with her way past my time, but she didn't seem to mind. The next two sessions, she helped me understand and forgive my parents, and soon enough I was ready to start talking to them again. I thought the worst was over and we were ready to start attaining some form of normalcy, but that wasn't happening. The worst was just about to come. 
One Saturday evening, after going on a bike ride with Juliet, we came back home and saw mom talking with a strange man in the living room. I didn't think anything of it at first. She introduced the man as her friend Luke. Luke was all friendly with me and Juliet. Too friendly, I have to say. He asked about school and everything, and I started to suspect that this Luke person wasn't just the friend my mom was trying to sell him as, but I didn't mention anything at first. Mom asked Luke to stay for dinner, which he did. Luke made jokes all through dinner and for the first time, mom wasn't chiding him for talking so much at the dinner table. Back when dad was still here, she made it a point to always scold him when he starts talking about work and stuff, or just talking generally. But with Luke, she wasn't just listening with a look of admiration in her eyes, she was laughing hard and running her hands around his shoulders and arms in a weird manner. At one point, I couldn't rein in my curiosity any longer. I asked how they met and why they were so close. Mom disregarded my question and changed the subject. I didn't press further after that time. I could tell that they weren't ready to say anything and even though it ate me up inside, I decided to keep my mouth shut. I decided that when they were ready to say something, they will. A part of me knew that they weren't just friends as they said, and they were something more, but just like the divorce incident, I didn't want to believe it. Luke started to come over frequently and eventually they decided to tell us that they were more than friends. I was so pissed off. One, because they could have said something at the beginning, and second, because this means there's no chance that my parents were ever getting together. I mean, dad already had a girlfriend living with him, but since mom was still single, I was hoping that there was a chance that they'll both come to their senses and get back together. After formally introducing Luke as her boyfriend, he started to stay in our house more often. He was always around and he was practically living there. One of the first things I noticed about Luke was that he was a total slob. He left takeout containers and disposable cups on the dining and living room and he never cleaned up after himself. He didn't mow the lawn or take out the trash like dad used to. Not like I wanted him to or anything, I was fine doing it on my own, but I was disappointed in mom. At least if you were going to leave dad for someone else, go for someone at least remotely better than him. When I reported this issue to mom, she talked to him, but he didn't change. Instead, he started to behave weirdly toward me and I got to experience how petty he truly is. I think mom mentioned that I was the one who complained about him. After that time, he started to do and say things meant to undermine me. One time he walked into my room and started to complain about how untidy it was. I had literally just woken up and I was going to clean it even before he said anything. He got me so riled up and I talked back. I said at least I wasn't a slob like him, which was probably what he wanted me to do the whole time. Mom heard and grounded me for the entire weekend. I initially wanted to go to an arcade shop with my friends, but I couldn't anymore. That wasn't the end of it. Anytime I complained about anything he did after that time, mom wouldn't do anything about it because to her, I had some sort of personal vendetta against him. She didn't take me seriously anymore and she only listened to him. At one point, I wanted to go and stay with my dad, but I figured his place will be pretty much the same. He also has someone and I didn't really like her either. She had a weird high-pitched laugh and she always called me honey, which I found cringe. Anyways, I thought that eventually mom would come to her senses and get rid of Luke, but that didn't happen. During the mid-period of my sophomore year, I came home and they had an announcement to make. They were getting married. Crap. I couldn't believe my ears. Why on earth would mom decide to get married to this guy? I tried to make it make sense, you know, give it a reasonable reason, but I came up with nothing. 
I even tried to get dad to talk some sense into her, but he wasn't getting involved. He told me that mom liked Luke and if she wanted to marry him, I had to respect her decision. There was nothing I could do and no one to turn to to help me talk some sense into her. During this period, Luke only got worse. He blamed me for every single thing going wrong in the house, and the problem was that he had perfected the art of throwing blame and riling people up while remaining calm. My weakness was the fact that I couldn't remain calm like him, which made me lose every argument we ever had. Eventually, I knew that there was nothing I could do to stop the wedding from taking place, but there was one thing I could do to show them how against the wedding I was. On the wedding night, after they'd all slept in anticipation of the next day, I crept out of my room with a glinting pair of scissors. I went over to their room and picked out his wedding suit, which I had to iron multiple times till he was satisfied. I cut the jacket, shirt, and pants till it was unrecognizable. I also snipped through the rest of his suit collection so he wouldn't have anything to wear the next day. They didn't notice till they were ready to go to church for the wedding. Luke screamed like a little girl and when he accused me, I didn't bother to deny it. I was grounded again, but this time till I left sophomore year. It was worth it though. Luke couldn't find a suit that fit him and he ended up having to wear an undersized suit he borrowed from his friend to the wedding as they couldn't postpone it. Again, it was so worth it, seeing him on the altar with a suit that was shorter than his arms and legs. After that time, I settled for going to stay with my dad. At least his girlfriend was nice. See, I don't see what OP finds so cringe about his dad's girlfriend. Them calling OP honey? That doesn't seem too weird. I mean, maybe it's a convention that OP's not used to, but I just don't see it as something that you'd be like, oh, I can't tolerate this person. They called me honey. That said, our next story is, I proposed to my girlfriend, convinced her to take out her womb, and then ended our relationship. Not even in my wildest imagination have I ever considered that my best friend could try to take my girlfriend from me. I could never have imagined that, and even when I was told, even when everything was out in the open, I still had a hard time believing that my friend could do that to me. I trusted my girlfriend too, but I've been cheated on before she cheated. I came to accept even when I was very young that your romantic partner could cheat. I mean, I- One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I've cheated too, not on the particular ex though. I knew crap happens and I even told myself at some point that if I caught my girlfriend cheating, I'd be willing to work it out as long as it was a mistake and it wasn't done to deliberately hurt or sabotage me. My ex did not only cheat on me, she cheated with my best friend. They planned to move to a different city and elope, and they also planned to hurt my career in the process. My best friend and I have been best friends forever. We were like brothers. I spent most of my teenhood in his home because they had all the cool stuff. They had video games, a large swimming pool, and a jacuzzi. He also had a cool older brother that we all looked up to. He taught us all the cool stuff we knew and let us attend the parties he organized for his college friends. 
I don't have any brothers. I have an older sister and we're 10 years apart. Given the age difference, we were hardly ever in the same space. I wasn't even in high school when she went off to college. In high school, she got married and moved to her husband's home country with him. My parents had all the time necessary for me, but of course I preferred to spend time with my friends. I had friends in school, but I was closer to the guy who lived just close by, my best friend. He attended a private school in the area, but he preferred my company to that of his school friends. We became very close and even after college, we maintained our friendship and moved to the city together. He lived just across the hall from me and we started a business together. My best friend and I owned a corporate event planning outfit and we took time and care to build the business and establish a great work relationship with huge profile clients. We were happy, or so I thought, but all the while he wanted my girlfriend. I met my girlfriend in college. She majored in literature and wanted to be a famous writer. She never wrote anything though, but it never bothered me. I was prepared to work twice as hard to take care of the family we would build together. I knew she would make a great mother and wife. She was sweet, hospitable, a fantastic cook, and all that. My mom loved her and so did my dad. My sister didn't though. I always thought my sister was not just around to know her enough to like her. Plus, she was some hippie who always went off talking about weird stuff like energy and all that stuff. When I noticed that my sister wasn't warm toward my ex, I confronted her about it. I was kind of annoyed because she married a stranger from a whole other country and moved there with him. No one was mad about that, but she was acting cold toward my perfectly normal girlfriend. Her energy isn't just right, my sister replied. But hey, you love her, so don't let me get in the middle of that. I rolled my eyes at her. Oh, I won't. Now, I understood why my sister thought the energy was not right. My girlfriend and best friend had been sleeping together barely three months after she and I started dating. They had a whole other relationship. It explained why my girlfriend used to be so upset about his randy behavior. One day, she went on and on about how men who couldn't keep it together irritated her. You're making a big deal out of this and why do you care anyway, I asked her. She said, well, it isn't fair to all those girls. I said, how so? Look, those girls know that he isn't looking for anything serious. Sometimes he even tells them that he isn't looking for a girlfriend. Still, they stay. It doesn't mean they're okay with it. I said, well, the ones who aren't usually walking away. I was so ignorant. I thought the reason she was so upset about it was because she suspected that I could be doing the same. Are you worried that since we're friends, his lifestyle is going to rub off on me? Reluctantly, she said, well, yeah. I said, that's not going to happen. Sweetie, we're friends, but we certainly don't have the same lifestyle or view of the world, love and relationships, and we have to cut him some slack. He had a hard time with his parents getting a divorce and all. I get it, she said slowly and looked away. Well, it turned out all along, she was just jealous of the women he brought home. My best friend never really had a serious girlfriend in and after college. He had one in high school, a very beautiful girl whose mom was an actress. I never really knew her even though she hung out with us many times. She was awfully quiet and shy. If she wasn't so beautiful, no one would even notice her in a room. They dated until they both left for college and decided to end it so they could go off to college free of any kind of encumbrances. In college, my best friend had booty calls and girls who weren't his girlfriend, but they did relationship stuff together. That worked for him since he got all the sugar without having to commit, but I was never that kind of guy. I had one girlfriend in high school, we broke up in senior year, and I started dating my girlfriend in college as a freshman. 
While we led separate lives and I respected his lack of interest in a serious romantic relationship, I sort of understood him. He became very jaded after his parents had a ghastly traumatic divorce. His mother cheated on his dad, and his dad took it out on him and his brothers. His mom left with her lover and paid little attention to them. The experience scarred him and I doubt he ever got over it. Even when I found out after a long time that he and my girlfriend had a serious relationship, I still made excuses for him and told myself that everything he did was because he was still dealing with the hurt from his mother leaving them. I found out about their relationship from a mutual friend and business associate of ours. The guy was a bit older than my best friend, and I met through work, but soon developed a personal relationship with each other. We all went out for drinks together and sometimes he would invite us to his mom's for lunch or dinner. His wife was a chef, so she made great meals. My best friend and the other dude went to strip clubs together and I think at some point he was having an affair and my best friend knew about it. They never told me though, I just walked in on them having the conversation sometimes. But I was never bothered that they kept it from me because I knew why they did that. It wasn't the first time guys would hide stuff like doing drugs or cheating from me. They probably thought I'd be judgmental and perhaps I was. Back to how I found out, this mutual friend called me in the afternoon to ask if I was at home. That day I woke up very upset about my girlfriend ignoring the messages I sent her the night before. I had noticed that she'd been acting very irritable the entire month before and she was never willing to talk about what was going on. Again, I was so ignorant that I thought she was only upset because she wanted me to propose. Her younger sister had gotten married, and she was quite upset about her sister getting married before her. She's barely even a proper adult, she said too many times before the wedding. Listen, I need to see you. I want us to talk. Okay, do you want to go out for a drink or something? I assumed immediately that he wanted to talk about business, because it was all we talked about most of the time. Business, politics, and the stock market. I'd rather come over to yours if that's okay, he said. I thought that was a bit strange. I had been to his house many times, but he hardly ever came to mine, and we'd never been together in my house without my best friend. He came over about an hour later. Usually he was a friendly man, very jovial and loquacious. His expressions looked a lot different from what it looked like when he came over. He was wearing a grave expression and looked anxious. Is everything alright? I asked as soon as I saw him. We might need to sit for this one, he said. He then told me about my girlfriend and best friend. He told me how long they'd been together and how my girlfriend was trying to convince my friend to elope with her, move our business to another state, and take our clients with him. I've known about this for a while, and I'm sorry for keeping it from you, but I changed my mind when I noticed that he was seriously considering it. I didn't think that he would consider doing that. I didn't understand what he was talking about. For some minutes, I wondered if he was going crazy. It took time and him repeating it for me to understand and take in what he had said. Even after he had told me, I was too scared to confront my friend. I just carried on like everything was fine. The guy who broke the news to me was scared for me. He tried to get me to talk to someone, but I refused. He felt so guilty about everything that he cut my best friend out and avoided me too. Before that, he mentioned to me that my friend refused to do as my girlfriend had suggested, and she was very angry about it. I guess she thought she'd better run to me then. She suddenly started returning my calls and acting all sweet. I was her second option, and since she knew my best friend would never tell me about what happened between them, she wanted to come back to me and put all that behind her. 
I took her back and acted all sweet and kind as usual. Meanwhile, I started talking to another friend from college about starting the same business with him. We were still working on it together when I proposed to my girlfriend. I was simply not going to show up for my wedding, but I thought even that was not devastating enough to match how badly she had treated me. My girlfriend and I had always been skeptical about having children. I was sure I didn't want kids, but she wasn't sure about it. I started to talk more about why we shouldn't have kids and spend the rest of our lives together without the limitations that come with having children. She started to agree and mostly because she had become very desperate. She wanted to get married, possibly to get back my best friend, and to match up with her sisters. I knew that she didn't want me because it was me. I was a pawn in her game and I played along. I was finally able to convince her to get a hysterectomy before we got married. She waited for a while to think about it and eventually decided that she would get one. All through the process of talking to her gynecologist and visiting the hospital to make sure she was good to go, I was there, egging her on and encouraging her. It started to feel so real even to me. If I didn't hate her so much, I would have allowed myself to just let it all go and go on with the wedding. But I was never going to do that. I could never move on from what she did and what she planned to do to me and how much that would have affected my life if she and my best friend had gone through with their plans. The night before she went to get her hysterectomy, she hugged me and thanked me for being an amazing boyfriend to her. She even mentioned how she didn't deserve me. I thought, heck no you don't. She was asleep when my best friend called me. He confessed about their relationship to me, but left out the part where she wanted him to elope with him. I just wanted you to know, I couldn't let you marry someone like that without saying something. I pretended to be drunk and acted like I couldn't comprehend what he was talking about, so he just ended the call. I did that because, so far, I'd been able to convince my girlfriend that I didn't know anything was going on, and I knew that my friend getting a reaction out of me could ruin my revenge plans. The next morning, my girlfriend and I left to the hospital to get the hysterectomy done. She was in the theater when I left the hospital and returned home. I didn't take her calls after that, nor did I let her back into my house. I had taken all of her stuff to her apartment and left them with her friend and neighbor. She called me so many times that I had to reach out to my service provider to have her number banned from calling mine. Her neighbor friend had reached out to me and I told her what had happened. I expected that she would know since girls tell one another everything, but she knew nothing like that was going on. She was just as shocked as I was when I found out. I left my best friend in the business and took our clients with me, just as he and my ex had planned. Interestingly, I'm now as jaded as my best friend was when his parents got divorced. I don't think I could ever love anyone anymore. That part of me is dead. Well, I'm just sort of glad in this situation that they seemed hesitant on ever having kids to begin with. I mean, it kind of sucks that they're definitely not going to be able to have kids now after the fact, but at least they didn't backstab somebody who had said previously, oh, I definitely want kids. I mean, the ethics here are already pretty in the toilet, but man, that would have put it to a whole nother level. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 